Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you are blessed by today's sermon. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Morning, everyone. Good friends Scott and Joan Stewart departed a few weeks ago to semi-retirement in their mountain cabin in Colorado. The night before they left, we talked about all the clothing they took with them for the cold weather practice of layering, you know, wearing multiple shirts and stripping them off as the day warms up. If you think about it, our spiritual and emotional life is all about layering. Over time, we layer on happy memories, discoveries, growth, deepening faith, as well as some hard memories, wounds, unresolved questions, and frustrations. Sometimes we do not want to explore these challenging layers, or we're busy, so we tend to stay on the surface, only going so deep. But when we do go deeper, like into the layers of our gospel reading, from John, there is something stunning, life-changing beneath all of it. Jesus tells us, in a sense, something that we yearn for as men, as women, as couples, as parents. This deepest layer is why it is so important to go deeper on our spiritual journeys. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. Well, there's the top layer. Jesus is the source of life, like the trunk of a tree. And we are to grow out of him like branches, and God trims us, dressing us like a gardener so we will bear fruit. Perhaps the first layer down is to just not take this vine and branch image for granted. In the hot sun of West Texas, a vine is lucky to get a half inch thick, right? But remember in the Mediterranean climate, Grape vines can grow as thick as a tree trunk. You've got to have a chainsaw to cut through them sometimes. And Jesus, as the true vine, isn't just strong. No, he is much, much more than that. In fact, Jesus is, according to Scripture, the exact image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. By Him, all things were created in heaven and on earth. In Him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. No wonder God tells us to turn to Jesus, to anchor ourselves into Him, into that strong, strong trunk like branches growing out of a tree. The next layer follows naturally. If Jesus is God 
and is the main trunk of our lives. It makes sense when he says, apart from me, you branches can do nothing. Unfruitful branches are thrown away and wither or thrown into the fire and burned. So, do you want to be well anchored in your life, growing out of the strongest trunk there is, God Himself in Jesus, and so bear fruit? Yes, of course, we want that in our lives. It's a natural, logical thing. The third layer tells us why this is possible. Jesus says, in fact, you are already clean because of the words I have spoken. Because of Jesus' sacrifice of himself for my sins, believe it or not, you and I are qualified to be good, fruitful branches despite our sinfulness, despite our failures, despite our continuing sinful tendencies at times. Because Jesus paid the price for your sins, you're clean. You are ready to grow and bear fruit. And now comes this stunning thing, this stunning reason why going deeper into Jesus' words is so important. Beneath this idea of anchoring into the supernatural strength of Jesus, beneath this natural, logical desire we have to grow out of strength and into purpose, beneath Jesus making us clean so that we can anchor into Him and grow, beneath all of this comes something radically simple, something very profound. It is the very ground of our personal spirituality. It pierces the veil of our human nature and tendencies. It pierces through to what our practice of religion is really supposed to be all about. Psalm 46 spells it out in just eight words. Be still and know that I am God. Just be still and know that I am God. There is the ground. There is the core. The beginning and the end of faith and prayer and religion. It's the free invitation to just be still and be at peace with God. Jesus uses one word to say this in our passage about the vine and the branches. One particular word. Abide. Abide in me and I in you. You can't bear fruit unless you abide in me and I abide in you. Think for a moment about what Jesus does not say. He does not say, you have to make up for something 
Remember, you're already clean and qualified because he paid the price for your sins. Jesus does not say you have to do something. Branches don't do anything to bear fruit. They just do it because of the life, the sap, the goodness that comes into them through the trunk. Jesus does not say you have to earn something because you can't. Scripture says all of us fall short of the glory of God. Apparently, you don't have to act or speak or dress or be a certain way or kind of person. You don't have to grasp exact points of deep theology. You don't have to be able to defend some kind of dogma. All you have to do is abide with Jesus in your heart, in your mind, in your prayers, and let Him abide with you in your heart, in your mind, in your prayers. Just exist with Jesus. Just dwell with Jesus. That's what abide means. Everything we are to think, everything we are to do, everything we are to become as believers in Christ, all that bearing of fruit over time stems from this deepest layer of just abiding with Jesus in a personal relationship with Him. He says exactly that in our passage from the Gospel If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. That natural asking to be productive, to bear fruit. Show me, Lord, how to bear fruit. It will be done for you. By this, Jesus says, this unfolding process of abiding with Jesus My Father is glorified by you bearing fruit and thus proving to be my disciples. Keep my commandments and you will continue to abide in my love so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be full. I spent years trying to look and sound and act like a good Christian guy. And in the end, an act is all it really was a lot of the time because I'd never gotten down to this core layer of just abiding with Jesus, dwelling with Jesus in my heart, my mind, my prayers, and letting Him abide with me in my heart, my mind, and my prayers. If you want to anchor into the ultimate strength and assurance, if you want to grow out of that like a strong branch and bear purpose and fruit in your life, then maybe it's time to get back to that deepest layer of faith and spirituality 
when we don't have to do anything, we don't have to earn anything, we don't have to be a certain way. We just abide with Jesus in our hearts. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for these wonderfully simple words that you want to dwell with us, you want to exist with us, that simple. We thank you, Father, that you do that for us if we are willing. And I ask you, Lord, for all, all hearing this service this morning to prick and inspire and guide by your Holy Spirit a new time, a new space of being able to abide with Jesus and have him abide with us in our hearts, our minds, our prayers. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.